Hey, welcome to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for interacting, asking questions, uh, giving ideas for future podcasts and, you know, certain topics. And man, we've been covering a lot of ground, but you know, the reason why is because God talks about it. All of it, everything is in his word. He, he has the truth and the wisdom that we can just be uh, filled with and really walk out our purpose and plan. And so it's awesome. Hey, continue to share the messages with friends, family members, people that you think would benefit from the message. And you can just send them to the website, uh, tomoleary.org. Uh, all the messages are there. Thank you so much for those that are able to uh, financially support. Again, if if you wanted to uh, do that and be a part of that, you can just go to the website and uh, be able to push the give button there. But so, 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 so grateful. So thank you. Well, today we are talking about loving unconditionally. Loving unconditionally you know, versus conditionally. (laughs) I will love you if you only do this for me. That would be conditional love. But unconditional love has no strings attached. Absolutely just this pure, powerful, uh, just this freedom of this love that's just given as a gift. It's just so full of grace and mercy. And it's a powerful thing when we experience God's unconditional love and then in turn can give it away. And the thing that I've learned about loving unconditionally is we say like, oh yeah, yeah, I love everybody unconditionally until dun, 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 dun. It gets tested. (laughs) It's like, oh boy, now, you know, I I wasn't treated right or, or boy, I don't know, they did something or said something. And, and now like, do I really love unconditionally? Now, the thing about unconditional love that you have to really understand as we dive into God's word here, but let me set it up. Let me tee it up a little bit here is Unconditional love is not, does not mean to not have boundaries. Uh, in fact, when you have healthy boundaries, that's actually a very loving thing to do. You're not pushing people away. You're just keeping yourself in a place that's healthy. So, in fact, that you can love the way God wants you to love, to love unconditionally. Another little key thing about unconditional love is it doesn't mean that you approved of what the person did or that you agree with the person and what they're doing or how they think or their beliefs or any of that. So it doesn't mean you have to agree, but it does mean that you love them freely. You love them unconditionally. It's not conditional on that they line up the way you think they should line up or behave the way you think they should behave or agree with your philosophical, political, theological views. 
Now it's just being the hands and feet of Jesus and loving people wherever they're at, right where they're at. And God will use that as we're going to see today. So let's kick this off with a key verse that will set the tone. It sets the tone. These are Jesus' words in the Gospel of John, John chapter 15, verse 12. And Jesus says, my command is this. Here it comes. Love each other as I have loved you. So there it is. Uh, It's not a suggestion. It's not, you know, you ought to do this. Jesus lays it out like and uses the word a command. Wow. Okay. What's that command? To love like he loved us. To love each other. To love the people in your life. Those close to you. Those far away from you. A strangers. Whoever God would have, you know, cross your path. That God has a purpose for that. He wouldn't have allowed them to cross your path otherwise. It's an opportunity. <clears throat> so here in John fifteen twelve, it's the command. It's the standard. It is the target on the wall. If you've ever played darts, it's the bullseye. And, you know, when I play darts, you know, not a lot, but when I have, you know, I'm not that great, (laughs) but I know what I'm shooting for. I'm trying to shoot for the bullseye, the target, the middle, the bullseye of the target. And, and that's what you go for. And once in a while, I'll, I'll get it in there. But I tell you, the whole point is, you know, that this is the target. This is the bullseye. This is the standard to love as Jesus loved us, and Jesus loved us absolutely, freely, without walls, without barriers, unconditionally. He loves us. He loves you now the same way. There's nothing you can do to change the way that God feels about you. You can't. And we're going to see that today, and I'm going to give you seven powerful scriptures that are going to just illuminate what unconditional love is and what it really means loving unconditionally. Okay, our first scripture, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us. I love that word, lavished lavished that's a, that's a fun that's a fun word to say lavished on us that we should be called the children of God and that is what we are exclamation point first john chapter 3 verse 1 god is your father it says and it says that he has lavished his great love on you just poured it all over you and that we should be called the children of God and then the exclamation point, and that's who you are. You're a child of God. So number one, unconditionally loving people, unconditional love means lavishing this belonging. You belong. You're, you're in the family. You're in the family of God. And that is what we have to do for other people that we have to treat them that way, that we would lavish that, that sense of belonging, that, you know, you matter, and I care about you, and you belong, 
And that is this unconditional love. You know how I think about it is when our kids were growing up and they had friends over the house and, uh, you know, they would get hungry and once in a while they'd say, you know, the friend of my, one of my kids, Mr. O'Leary. And of course I'm looking around, my dad's here. Where's my dad? Oh, oh, you're talking to me. (laughs) Okay. And uh, like, yeah, yeah. What's up? Like, uh, you know, is it okay if I see if there's anything in the refrigerator? I'm like, are you kidding me? Mikasa Sukasa, you know, you don't even have to ask. And the next time you come over, don't even ask. You just go to the refrigerator and open up that door and find it if there's food or drinks or whatever you need. It it's wide open. That 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 sends a message of like, hey, you belong. You're 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 here under my roof and you belong. You do not have to ask if you need to open the refrigerator door. You just go do it. <laughs> that that is this sense of belonging. Okay, number two, 1 John 4.16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So this one's loaded. This, this says we, you and I rely on God's love. We absolutely do. It's oxygen uh, to our lungs. We need his love. It's the game changer. And it's always there. And so we need to, as scripture here says in 1 John 4, 16, know it. We got to know that love. We got to rely on it. Hang on to it. Hold on to it. And then in this passage, it says, God is love. Now, we can't reverse it. You can't reverse it. You can't say love is God. Like anything lovey-dovey uh, you know, soft as an easy chair, whatever, you know, love is God. Like you, you, you can't reverse it. It would be like this. You could say, my dog is a girl, but you better not say my girl is a dog. <laughs> You're going to be in big trouble. And so you, you can't reverse it. So love is God. No, God is love. Now, what does that mean? That means everything God has ever done has been driven by this powerful, great love. And then it says, whoever lives in this love lives in God and God in them. Have you ever asked the question, maybe you're having a down day, maybe you're having a real like desert season, like where is God? You know, I'm searching. I, and I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling him. You know, am, am, and then you kind of feel guilty or you feel like, am I really living in God? Am I really loving God? Okay, so here's your answer. Number two is when you unconditionally love, it's proof you're living in God. It's right here in the scripture that whoever lives in this love lives in God and God in them. So if you're ever questioning this is all you got to do. Just go out and unconditionally love people. <laughs> Boom, right there. You know, whoever, you know, fi- find somebody, <laughs> someone walking down the street, you know, do something kind for them. Whatever. Unconditionally love people around you. And that is absolutely slam dunk proof you're living in God and God is living in you. It's right there according to the scripture. Now, 1 John 4 18 two verses down, 
has another powerful thing to talk about. This is number three. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Unconditional love drives out fear. That's number three. And that is something that's so powerful because you and I can struggle with fear. You and I can be afraid. You and I can, you know, think of the worst. Like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Uh, you know, the health report, the financial bill, the, you know, this and that and all, you know, what's going on in the world and uh, just all of it. And there's so many fears that we can have. And yet, God is saying, no, my perfect love drives out those fears. And so we have to welcome it. We have to receive it. You can invite God's perfect love to flood your heart. God, fill me with your perfect love. Fill my heart with your perfect love. And I'm telling you what, it, it's like light and darkness. You know, understand this. Light and darkness are not equal uh, to each other. They are not equal. They, they are opposites. And so, to you know, illustrate that, you're in a pitch dark room and you flick the light switch and boom, all of a sudden, the darkness has been shattered, the light bulb has come on and the whole room is flooded with light. Darkness and light are not equal. They're opposites. And and light has the power to overcome and shatter the darkness. That's the same way with God's perfect love and any fears you have. So if you're struggling with fear right now, I'm asking you to invite God's perfect love into your heart, into your mind, and then, you know, live in it, rely on it, believe it, walk it out. And all of a sudden, I'm telling you what, the tide is going to turn and you're going to be basking. (laughs) That's another good word, basking in God's unconditional love. And you'll be able to unconditionally love other people around you. Number four, first Peter four, eight above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. This is an interesting thought in first Peter chapter four, verse eight. So above all, so whatever you do, you know, this is like number one on the list, love each other deeply. Okay. So this is this unconditional love, loving unconditionally is this loving deeply. And then this scripture is tagged with because love covers over a multitude of sins. And so this does not mean that, uh, you know, do really good works and that'll take care of your sin. No, it, it doesn't work that way. It works on God's grace and that Jesus Christ died on a cross for all our brokenness, all our stupidness, all our sin all our mistakes. And he rose from the dead, so he has victory over it. And he invites us to receive that gift of forgiveness. And so what 1 Peter 4, 8 is saying is that this unconditional love, when we love each other deeply, it it has an effect that's going to cover the 
the results of sin, the wages of sin. So, in other words, it's going to put out those ugly fires in your life. And so you're going to be blessing other people and with this unconditional love, helping them to not sin again and and to be made whole. And it's going to make you whole. So that's what we're talking about, that it's such a powerful thing that it, number four, it covers the effect of sin. You know, it's it's like stains. A buddy of mine uh, writes a beautiful blog and uh, devotional, and he was talking about stains. And, and it's interesting because you and I know what it's like to get a stain on our shirt or on our pants or on our carpet. And for the life of us, we can't get it out. And my buddy was telling me uh, in this devotional about how he used to work on a on a cattle farm and they'd they'd have these calves and and they'd you know were trying to you know wrangle them and all that and uh, you know get them through the chute and sure enough uh, you know they would uh, you know their bowels would go loose <laughs> like all over his jeans and he would wash them every day but he said you know at the end of that season uh his gene, he couldn't get the green stain out of the genes. And, you know, so as human beings, we always think like, oh, stains. But God's word says that he removes every stain, that the blood of Christ makes it white as snow, that as your sin is separated as far as the east is from the west, it's that type of that God has the power, the miraculous power to remove the stain. And so that's this love that covers the effects of sin. Okay, number five, Colossians 3.14. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Number five, unconditional love brings unity. And unity brings a blessing. It brings the blessing of God. Um, there's this beautiful uh, psalm, Psalm 133, and it talks about when the people of God dwell in unity. And it says how good and pleasant it is, meaning, meaning in the eyes of God, God says, I love it. That is so good. It's so pleasing when human beings, my children, uh, love each other and, and dwell in unity unity. And the last part of Psalm 133 says, there God bestows blessing. There the Lord bestows blessing. And when I see the there, I say, where? (laughs) And I go, oh, there, when we dwell in unity. So it's it's this mutual benefit of we love unconditionally and According to Colossians 3.14, that, that takes all the virtues of, of God's heart, all the virtues of God's word, and it binds them together in this perfect unity. And I'm telling you, in your relationships, you, you want to have perfect unity. I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? And, and that's a blessing, and there's blessing there, and that happens when we love unconditionally. That's how it works. So if you want blessing in your life where the Lord bestows it right there, where? Dwell in unity. And when you unconditionally love, 
that's going to create more unity. Number six, Jeremiah 31 verse three. Love this one. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Number six, unconditional love drips with unfailing kindness. So again, if you're ever wondering if God really loves you, he says his word from words from the mouth of God. Jeremiah 31 verse 3, I've loved you with an everlasting love. An everlasting love is a, like a flame that never will go out. Ever, 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 ever. Cannot go out. Can't be quenched. And it's it's eternal. Everlasting. Eternal. Forever and ever and ever. And as one great theologian said, you know, forever is uh, for a long time, right? <laughs> and that's his love for you. And then it says God draws us to himself through his unfailing kindness. And so this kind of unconditional love just drips with kindness, unfailing kindness. Don't you want to be around kind people? I mean, it's just so soothing and so healing. No, Tom, I don't. I want to be around mean, grumpy, cruel people. No, <laughs> angry, frustrated people. No, you don't. No, you don't. And when we get around kind people, it, it draws us in. It's, it's just like, wow, I, I want to be around this person. They're so kind. And what if we became that person, that we were just so kind it would just draw other people in and ultimately to the Lord or closer to the Lord. And so we just have to understand that's a beautiful thing and a beautiful uh, description of unconditional love that it just it drips with this unfailing kindness. You know, I, I love that unfailing kindness. And that gives us, uh, leads us all the way to number seven, last one. I told you I was going to give you seven powerful scriptures on loving unconditionally. And so we're going to do it. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 13 called the love chapter, the love chapter, the love chapter. You know, here it is, 1 Corinthians 13. And we're going to just zone in on verse seven and tag it with the first part of verse 8. And so it says this, 1 Corinthians 13, 7 and 8, this unconditional love, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Verse 8, love never fails. I call this unconditional love the always. It always, it's, it, it's always going to do the right thing. It's always going to step up and protect. It's always going to just believe the best. It's going to trust. It's, it's always going to hope, believing, uh, in, you know, the, the God dream. It's going to believing there's something good that's, that's coming my way, you know, believing it's that hope and, and even that eternal hope of heaven. You know, that one day we will be in that eternal place through, through Christ. And wow, you know, but this kind of 
unconditional love. It's the always. And it always perseveres, it says here. You know, it's always going to fight to do the right thing and, and, and go strong and endure and, and just persevere, living that life of perseverance. And that, that kind of love is not going to fail you. That's what it's all uh, about. It's the, it's the always. Unconditional love is the, is the always. I'm just always going to show up. I'm always going to do the right thing. I'm always going to love the best that I can love. And will we make mistakes? Yeah. We all blow it. We all say things we shouldn't and do things we should And <clears throat> you know the key to that? Take it to the Lord. Confess it. Uh, if need be, confess it to a close believing friend, you know, and get, just get freed of it and receive his forgiveness, receive his mercy and move forward. Keep moving forward. And my challenge to you is to be an always person. It's that unconditional love, loving unconditionally. I'm going to be an always person. I'm going to always do what I know that God wants me to do. And we're going to walk it out that way. Let me recap. Unconditional love lavishes belonging. Unconditional love is the proof you're living in God. Number three, unconditional love drives out fear. Number four, unconditional love covers the effects of sin. Number five, unconditional love brings unity. Number six, unconditional love drips with unfailing kindness. And then finally, unconditional love is always. It always, always shows up. It always does the right thing. It always loves. And I'm telling you what, when we step in that, oh, it's just the game changer. It just makes life so good, so awesome, so fun. And so let's be the always person. And uh, I want to pray for you right here, right now. God, thank you for each person listening to this podcast. God, I pray you bless them. I pray you encourage them. God, I pray that you fill their hearts with your perfect love, your unconditional love, that it would just melt all fears, drive out all fears, and that they would just feel your love, and then live on that love, rely on that love, and that we would become those always people. We're going to always love unconditionally. So bless them, encourage them, and just fill them up afresh. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I'm so encouraged. Uh, again, feel the freedom to pass this message along or send them to the website, tomolary.org. Uh, thank you again. If you're able to donate, that's just huge and keeps this um, rolling and moving forward. And and uh, and so I, I just hope this is going to be a great week for you, loving unconditionally, and uh, that you're going to see the, just the blessing that's in that. So uh, never forget, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.